and welcome to Indie Business Podcast. I'm your host, Donna Maria, founder and CEO at IndieBusinessNetwork.com, and you have arrived at the one place where we empower you to break all the rules, build your own corporate ladder, and create the life you love. This episode is my most recent Real People, Real Business Radio show, recorded live in the studios of WIXE Radio outside Charlotte, North Carolina. Enjoy! Please welcome back to the studios here at the Mighty 1190, Donna Maria with Real People, Real Business, encouraging independent business in Union County. Hello and welcome to Real People, Real Business. I'm your host, Donna Maria, and if you're a real person with a real business or you want to start one, then you've arrived at the right place. You can follow me live on Twitter at Donna Maria and give us a call at 704-283-1190 so we can help you answer your most pressing small business questions. Today's guest is a woman after my own heart. She left a lucrative and well-paying job to start the business of her dreams. Who doesn't want to do that? But before I introduce you to her and let her tell you some of her story, I want to remind you about what's coming up this month at the Indie Business Studio. We've got our monthly mastermind meeting and our coffee and conversation networking, along with our introduction to social media class. I am so excited about this. I'm going to show you one-on-one, hands-on, how to use Facebook and Twitter efficiently to connect with your customers and get new ones. You don't want to miss this class. It's Wednesday, November 16th from 6 to 8 p.m. We're going to serve light refreshments, so when you head on over after your your real job, you won't starve while you're sitting in class. And we're going to show you, I'm going to roll up my sleeves with you and show you how you can use these tools efficiently. They don't have to be the time suck that you've heard they've been. And you can also connect with your customers, and who doesn't want to do that, and make sure that you have a way to connect with people where they are in their mobile phones, in their busy lives, and stay connected to them. Make sure they know what's going on in your business. That's Wednesday, November 16th from 6 to 8 p.m. And you can register at our website at IndieBusinessStudio.com. And now let's go to the main event here. We have got in our studios today Janice Smith. She is the owner of the Inn at Rose Hill and Rose Hill Stables in Monroe, North Carolina. Janice left a job because she loves horses and she had this dream that she could take her passion for horses and equestrian type things and her passion and her idea to start a bed and breakfast here in Union County. And she didn't just dream about it and think about it, you guys. She actually did it. And she's going to tell us a little bit about how she did that. And she's going to be here to answer some of your questions. If you have some questions about how to make your business successful, you really want to talk to a lady who's already done it. So make sure you give us a call at 704-283-1190, and you can talk with her live here in the studio. Janice, welcome to Real People, Real Business. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure um, getting your call and um, getting the opportunity to come in. So so take us back a few years, Janice. You had a job. We all know we we all have jobs at, at some point or another. And at some point you decided that the job, while it was probably great, was not what you wanted to do for the next phase of your life. Tell us about that decision and how you came to it, Janice. Well, I think, you know, everybody um, dreams of the five-year plan, right? You, you get to a point in your career where you really think that, you know, this is great. And I've, I've pretty much gone to where I can go in this, um, in this environment. And you start thinking about what you want to do with the rest of your life. I mean, you know, as you get older, that really gets pressing. You know, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? And what um, really, where's your passion? Mm-hmm. You know, where, what, what's fun? Um, what do you really 
want to do and how do you want to spend the the rest of you know the rest of your life so um that was my pressing question and um i got on a five-year plan of course the recession kicked me back about two more years did it so it became a seven-year plan Mm -hmm. but still i think that you know was a pretty slim time frame to to develop this whole um thought and uh you know, I realized being down in North Carolina, I could have um, the rural areas mm-hmm. are are very accessible by the city from the city. Unlike, you know, if you're in New York City, it takes you hours and hours to to get home um, or to get back out <clears throat> really to a rural, rural environment. But um, this really gave me the opportunity to get horses again. It was always been my passion. You know, Frisian horses were my passion. Um, they are the knight's horse. They are glorious animals archy necks and long flowing hair and they're black and they're from the Netherlands. They're just beautiful. And they were the knight's horse. So, um, you know, that kind of romantic type image, but they are gorgeous. And I bought my first Frisian and got back into riding. Um, and then, you know, what we did was, um, I looked for land and, you know, on a handshake, it's, it's amazing. You know, when you start thinking about these things and all of a sudden synchronicity, like, starts kicking in and, mm-hmm. and you and you decide what your passion is and you just put your you put your energy into it uh-huh. and things start to happen uh-huh. you know I was looking for land and I just someone mentioned that a farmer was selling some land it wasn't on the market we we shook hands and made a deal to purchase the land and we went to closing three months later you know it was yeah. amazing um, so those things happen and they happen for a reason once you identify, I think where your passion lies and, mm-hmm. and you can visualize that, then you just, you know, you kind of move toward it. So I bought 52 acres, um, started my horse farm, uh, was, you know, built my barn first, of course, because the important things first. Right. And then a small house um, and moved over there. Now <laughs> you, built, you built the house uh, for the horses and then you built yours after? Exactly. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Got your priorities straight. You I have to get there. your priorities Those are straight. are some beautiful right. horses. <laughs> they are. And, and I bet that the horse's house is a lot bigger than your house. It's way, way bigger. <laughs> way bigger. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was very much bigger. Well, you um, know, Janice, I want to drill down a little mm-hmm. bit to what you, you shared. And, and if you're... If you're not listening carefully, you guys, you might you might miss this. You talked about how once you made this decision, mm-hmm. sort of things just began to happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that that can sound a little sort of do 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 out there, mm-hmm. you know, to, to people that might be listening. But I really want to talk about that because I have found that it's true mm-hmm. and I've seen it over and over again. You set your intention on something in exactly. particular. And what did I mean? What did that mean for you? Did you write it down? Did you? Put it in your iPad. What, what did you do to set that intention and then go out into the world and sort of have your eyes peeled for opportunities to follow through on it? And, you know, I know it can be very powerful to do that, to write things down. I mm-hmm. wasn't that um, scientific about it at okay. first. What I did was I dreamt about what I wanted. I, I mean, I really could have visualized it very clearly. Um, what I wanted, I wanted, a you know, a horse farm. I wanted my Frisians. And the, and the bed and breakfast thing, um, you know, that part of the business – followed immediately thereafter. I, I put my passion for horses and I love entertaining and I love meeting new people. Mm-hmm. I love the opportunity to share those, the horses and those amazing things, the peace of the countryside with other people. I think people don't have enough of that in their lives. They don't have enough peace. They don't have enough um, quiet in their lives. And, I, and just to share that was amazing. I did, um, when I was in corporate America, I had um, a, a very nice um, place to um, before I bought the farm, five acres or so. So I did have my horses on 
on that property as well. Mm-hmm. But people would come down and they would just comment on how wonderful it was staying there, you know. And I thought, well, I can do this. I certainly can do this, mm-hmm. you know, and I can share this experience. Um, and the bed and breakfast concept really is the horses make it a destination, mm-hmm. you know, places. I'm not in Charleston where you come anyway, right, you know, where you right. would go and then just happen to stay at a bed and breakfast. This really has to be a destination right. place. So the horses and the opportunity to share such a rare breed as well um, kind of made this more of a destination. Um, yes. B&B. Yeah. So that, those thoughts, and I actually could walk through the house in my thoughts before I even finish creating it. That is so powerful, <laughs> isn't it? To be able to close your eyes and actually see exactly what you want your business to look like. It is. It really is. And I think once you do that and you put the energy behind it, you're kind of, you're very focused and that's your goal. And, you know, and things just, it was, it's incredible, the things just start to happen to kind of support that. I think it's probably because you recognize opportunity right now and you're able to take advantage of it where otherwise you may not have if you're focused on something else, right? You know, maybe different opportunities present themselves. Right. Well, I do, I do think the opportunities come where your focus goes. You know, it's it's sort of like you decide you want a new car and you don't know what kind of car you want, but then once you choose the car, you get on on the highway and you see it see everywhere. Everywhere. And you're like, everyone has the car I want. No. <laughs> like, well, they've been there all the time. You just haven't noticed them because you hadn't set your intention on it. I think that's, that's a, right. Yeah. That's it. That's like an easy real life. Um, that everyone can relate to that because yeah. it happens all the time. So you decided to do this. You visualized it in your mind. And tell us a little bit about what that transition was like. I mean, you had a job. I, I suppose you could have stayed there indefinitely. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't that you didn't like it. You just kind of wanted to move on to something else. Tell us what that was like. How did you make that transition? Because so many of our listeners are kind of like, you know, I want to do that. But how do I do that? How My boss will hate me and then he'll never support my business. And you know, when you're in a small community, that's really important. Tell us how you did that. You know, it really is, and uh, it it was a if it was a difficult decision. Mm-hmm. I had a position where I had a, a lot of folks that worked for me um, within the that corporate structure. So, so you were in management. I was, okay. and it was very, and they were very. Um, you know, I was I led the group, so it, it was difficult to step away right. as a leader of a group. Mm-hmm. You know, without it was very diff- it was very difficult for me um it was a very sad parting although we everyone was very excited for the opportunities and and a lot of times change although we a lot of times we fear change it's the best thing that ever happened to us it opens a whole new whole new doors like you know people who may not have been able to rise because i was there now had the opportunity to do so mm-hmm. or you know the business changed in ways that gave opportunity to to folks otherwise or or you know just allowed the the status quo to change right right? so which always creates some opportunity you know um maybe there or elsewhere so um i did actually work it out where i retired early from my position um i wasn't you know abandoning you know the the ship so to speak so i retired early and um, it was difficult, though, because you, it's not for the faint-hearted, I don't think. Mm-hmm. You know, entrepreneurship, you have to believe in what you're doing. You have to believe that you're going to succeed. You have to plan. You have to research, um, mm-hmm. you know, and especially with the B&B, there's a lot of research that I did right. many years leading up to. Um, and the laws change and, you know, the um, right. you d- have to be on top of that. 
and and that's so it's so interesting so so you left so you were able to sort of cushion it a little bit because yeah. you weren't leaving to go do something else so you you weren't sending that message of right. you know this job is not what i want anymore mm-hmm. i'm going to go do something else um there was actually nothing wrong with that actually um because you're right change is the only thing that consistently happens in right. our lives um and i think today there's more people doing it anyway yeah. simply because the opportunities to start a business are out there more so than they used to be for your real people, you know, a decade ago. So that's really exciting. So you decided to make the transition and did you, did you have any lag time between the decision? Like, did you make the decision and then, then put a year, you know, a year plan into place? Did you start the open the bed and breakfast right away? How much time went by and what did you do in that time frame? Well, what actually happened was I gave my retirement as a birthday present to myself. Oh, uh, good for I you. I retired on my birthday on June, in, in which is uh, actually June 1st, 2012. Mm-hmm. And the bed and breakfast wasn't built yet. Okay. So then I embarked on the construction, which was all consuming for a year. Um, and we finished, I pro- finished construction probably, I think we got our CO in um, July or August. Now, um, a year. Of 13, yeah. It sounds like a long time, but it's really it's not time. considering what you built. Because it, I've, yeah. smaller buildings take longer than that. So is this is this another testament to that how vision that you, you are? had and how? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I guess you guess if the horses had a place to live, you wanted one too. But exactly. Um, so that's amazing. Twelve. I mean, you you got the contractor every in twelve months. You got this place built. Now tell us about it. How many rooms are there? Tell us about this beautiful location. Yeah, it's really um, nice, and we uh, you know there was some grading to do, so we you know. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't as, uh, it wasn't, we, you know, we walked in and plopped the house down on, you know. Um, Not that easy? It just wasn't that easy. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. It, but, you know, it was, it's 7,000 square feet, so it's large, it's mm-hmm. plantation style. So it's, you know, very southern, um, very um, gracious looking. It sits on top of the hill, uh, on this uh, hill on the opposite side of the property or almost from the, from the, stables so mm-hmm. you can see the stables you can actually look out the windows and you can see the horses grazing in the pastures just so bucolic it's just so peaceful um and it's very restorative you know so the yeah. b has beautiful common areas it's got three thousand square feet of porches outside upper and lower um i have five guest suites they all have their own private path and um and french door access to the porch or the patio so you are always on a terrace or a veranda where you can see you know you have a beautiful view you have a quiet outside space at, uh, along with your inside space and we named all the rooms of course they're equestrian themed of course of course they would be yes equestrian themed and, and colored and actually my new website is um, full loaded with those pictures and it, it, I'll probably deploy that in the next week or two Yes, no, and I, no. I did find a picture, mm-hmm. I think, of the night suite, the one with the black. Oh, the night suite. The, um, the night that, suite which one's is... the one with the black sleigh bed? Oh, that is the dressage hey, That's suite, my yeah. room, everyone's. Uh, you, you know, that wondering. is a great room. That's gorgeous. It's <laughs> yeah. absolutely stunning. And, you know, when you talk about restorative, that's exactly what it is because it's such beautiful country. You're on the top of a hill, especially this time of year, too. You have the trees Quiet. changing. And and horses are, you know, they, they are very relaxing. I do not ride them. Mm-hmm. However, when I watch my daughter, who is a young equestrian, it's it's amazing the bond that she has with those yes. animals. Um, but the rooms are just gorgeous. Yes. And um, restorative is exciting. I mean, just to get away, mm-hmm. you know, it's a great place to just 
get away, even if you're here. It's a destination location, but Absolutely. even here, I'm visualizing. I'm going to visualize myself, like you said. There you go. Close my <laughs> eyes and picture myself in that big, huge black sleigh bed. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> it is. I mean, I think that every day that, you know, even if you're here, you just, you need to take time for yourself. People mm-hmm. don't do that anymore. Yeah. You know, you just get so caught up in the craziness of every day and nobody takes the time to just sit back and say, wow, I just yeah. really need to kind of regroup. Right. Take and, care of myself. Know, yeah, so. take care of myself a little bit. So you've got, you've got the horses mm-hmm. and a bed and breakfast mm-hmm. and either one of those is enough. For one person separately, but you you took on both. So, um, tell us a little bit about um, the the bed and breakfast part. Let's start with that mm-hmm. first, and we'll get to your passion in okay. a second, which is the horses. Um, I, I know you talked about the the beauty of coming and, and being restorative. I want you to share a little bit about how that business works. How do you run a bed and breakfast? How do you tell people? How do you get amenities and soaps and things like that inside mm-hmm. inside your your special place in that restorative place how, how do you run a business like that well um you do a lot of research first there are a lot of um, associations that are helpful okay. the chamber of commerce is always good to be a member of um, mm-hmm. all of the local business associations waxo business association those type of groups are very good to join the networking okay. is incredible okay. um, north carolina bed breakfast and inns i have application to them and they've already inspected so i should be on okay. their website so you can shortly. get like a certification sort absolutely of from oh so probably most states have that so if you're listening in another area you can look around and see if there's something that will give you that certification which will give you right okay great. and your county has regulations as well so okay. the county has all regulations on b&b's and inns and hotels right. so looking up that information and knowing it really um, you know is very important mm-hmm. so you know especially with building you know, in building the B&B, I had to know what the kitchen needed to look like. Mm-hmm. You know, you need your three sinks. You know, you okay. need a hand-washing sink. You need a food prep sink. You need a dishwashing sink. Right. You need um, NSF-rated um, dishwashers and things like that. So it's really good to know before you start. Wow, those um, so are you don't details. have to go back and yes. retrofit. Right. So you need to do your research. You need to do your research beforehand. But, um, you know, getting your word out there and then... Um, you know, marketing both ways through the barn and also through the B&B. Right. They're very complimentary. Um, they're very complimentary because we can do events. Now, the house I did live in uh, that was down by the barn, that's an event center now. Okay. So that allows us to do some really nice events, some classrooms. We have, right. um, you know, folks coming in. Facebook is a great you know, we have our own Facebook page, but social media is huge. Yeah. Really have to be on top of social media. Um, you know, any opportunity to get out there mm-hmm. um, or to bring uh, the community in, right. get on community calendars is really important. That, that That's such mm-hmm. a smart tip to, to make sure that you use social media and get on those community it's calendars. Huge. There's so many of them that are very low cost or, or even complimentary mm-hmm. because they want their audience and their customers to right. know what fun things there are to do in the area. And we're on Wedding Wire, um, Wedding Wire, which is a huge, yes. you know, Wedding Wire is huge for um, brides looking to book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're a venue on Wedding Wire. We're also on TripAdvisor. Um, well, you so. are every, that is so smart. And it, it it's so, it just shows, um, you know, how much planning you did and, and what a destination it is. So you do weddings there. Mm-hmm. You have parties. Mm-hmm. You have equestrian classes I right. saw on your we website. Do. You can learn from some of these amazing experts in the field. We just had in um, Dr. Gerd Heuschmann from uh, Germany. He's amazing. 
Um, we had him in, and he we just had, and we had him in last year for uh, I think it, actually it was May. We had him in for a symposium where he did this classroom. Um, we had uh, Jochen Schleza from Schleza Saddles. He came down. Um, we had Dr. Mansman from NC. He, he set up the podiatry um, practice or, or uh, at NC State. Um, so he has his own practice in Chapel Hill. Um, so he came in um, talking about he's an, an expert on equine podiatry. So we had this whole classroom symposium set up. And then practically we went out in the field and they showed exactly what they were talking about with the demonstration rides. So it was an amazing program. He is, he is the one that is challenging um, the equestrian community at large worldwide to, to train properly, to take the time to train your horse. It's not about the blue ribbon, right? It's about the relationship with the horse and the health, health of the horse long term. And the blue ribbon you may get, that's great. But it's really about protecting the health of the horse and the relationship with the horse and not forcing the horse into something that's not, you know, um, good for the, good good for for the, the horse. horse. Yeah, amazing stuff. And that's such a niche. We're going to talk a little bit about that when we come back from our first break. This is Donna Maria, Real People, Real Business. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Real People, Real Business. I'm your host, Donna Maria. And we're in the studio today with Janice Smith. She is the owner of the Inn at Rose Hill and Rose Hill Stables here in Monroe on Prospect Road. And, you know, she's telling us a little bit about her most amazing story, how she left her job. She retired early so she could start the business of her dreams, how she visualized it. And in 12 months had the the whole thing pretty much built out because it had been in your head on a handshake. You know, I want to ask you about this handshake. I mean, was this someone you knew? No. Okay. We have to have a little bit of that story because we all need help from other people to start our business. This is a person you never knew before. You set your intention. This person came into your life. Tell us about that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting. I had uh, set my intention. uh, The woman that I have, um, managing my bar now, who is amazing, um, Janie Smith, no relation, oddly mm-hmm. enough. But um, she is wonderful horsewoman of 25 or 30 years. I was taking lessons at her barn um, where she had, was leasing a property prior to coming over to work with me. Um, and, you know, I said, does anybody know of any land around here? Because I'm really kind of interested in, in developing this idea that I have. And, and someone had said to me, who was standing by listening. That's how coincidence, you know, how coincidence really doesn't happen. Things are meant to be or not, I think. Um, so someone said to me, well, I know that there's uh, some land around the corner for sale, but it's not really on the market. So, but here's the guy's number and you can call him. And, you know, and I called and we went out to see the land and walked it. And I said, yes, I'm interested. I would love to buy the land providing that it perks for the size house I want to put on it uh, for the B&B and um, you know that uh, that I can get the variance to get mm-hmm. a B&B mm-hmm. so I did that long before you know I started right. construction or anything like that so I think I bought the land in to between 2005 and 2007 somewhere in there mm-hmm. um, but w- so he said well that's great and we agreed on a price we shook hands and um, I went and got the perk uh, you know, mm-hmm. got the test, mm-hmm. and I went before the the uh, commissioners, and mm-hmm. I got the the variance um, for the B and B, 
and uh, we went to closing. It was just that simple. I, you know, it's amazing when you meet yeah. people with integrity like that. Yeah, and I love that because it, he had so much integrity, and you know, and mm-hmm. it just spoke volumes. And and I'm sure he mm-hmm. could say the same thing about you in terms of your clarity, because you can't do business on a handshake. We can't really do business at all, but certainly not on a handshake unless you're confident that both people are really clear mm-hmm. on what's going to happen and how it should work and how it should look and what the benefit is, what the mutual benefit is right. for everyone. Because it's a risk. It's so a risk. So clarity is important, isn't it? It's really important. The whole thing, you know, the whole the whole starting your own business is, is a risk. And you just mm-hmm. really have to have not only the tolerance and the clarity for it, but the intestinal fortitude for it. Right. It can be a very risky, a very scary thing. Right, right. Well, if you have questions about... Uh, you know, this lady has some amazing insights. So you may not want to start a bed and breakfast. You may not be into horses. But certainly, if you have a business of your own or you'd like to start one, you need to connect with people like this because they know the ropes. And you can call your question in and ask her at 704-283-1190. Yes, just lost that for a second there. 704-283-1190. And so if you have any questions, you can uh, call them in and just to entice you a little bit, uh, Janice has offered 20% off on a weekend stay. That's two nights, right? That's Friday and nights. Saturday mm-hmm. night at the Rose Hill and Rose Hill Stables. And so you can get your rejuvenation if you give us a call. And certainly just you can ask Janice anything. You can ask me anything. We want to help you be successful in your business. That's why we're here. So, again, 704-283-1190. Janice, tell us a little bit about how... You use, you mentioned social media. Mm-hmm. How do you use social media to share your business and what you have to offer with people? Well, we love, I love Facebook. Uh, you know, Why? we have our business Why do you page love on Facebook? Facebook. Because a lot of people don't love Facebook. Why I do you love, love Facebook? Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> because we connect with so many of our friends. You okay. know, we connect with so many of our friends and we can share their experience. We can share, um, mm-hmm. you know, we can share what's going on and people will, uh, you know, enjoy seeing the pictures. It's kind of like a, developing a large family, right? Of friends and right. family, and 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 that's fun, and mm-hmm. it's great to be connected to your friends. How does this help your business? We have new friends all the time. You have you have new friends all the time. We've yeah. got a caller. Mm-hmm. Hello, caller. What's your name? She changed her mind. Okay. So so you okay? So you have friends. You connect with your friends. It's great. I've seen the pictures and everything. Tell us how that connects to the success of your business. People, uh, friends of friends of friends, mm-hmm. see posts. So you really reach a lot more people than just the than just your media audience. Um, we share pictures. We also go out and we like other pages of other businesses. Right. So you t- you can tie into other businesses. You can help support other businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a lot of uh, fundraiser work as well. We do um, a fourth annual. This will be our fifth annual, I believe, this next year. Mm-hmm. Um, Ava's Gift to June is a 501c3 at Waxhaw, and they help children. Um, they help families with children battling cancer. What's it called again? Ava's Gift to June. Ava's Gift, Gift to, to June. June. Okay. And one of our boarders, Heather Shiflett, started that um, that 501c3 because her daughter had retinoblastoma mm-hmm. um, when she was younger. Um, and now she is, you know, cancer-free. She's doing great. Um, but Heather started this to, to help other families. Mm-hmm. So every year we have this big family fun day 
at Rose Hill. So we reach people through Ava's gift. I mean, we reach, we right. had, I think, 250 people last time, um, and or last year. And we do horse rides, and we do children's games, and it's just a wonderful thing for the community. Mm-hmm. We just love bringing the community together. But I think you can reach people like that on Facebook. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. We've got a caller. Hello, caller. What's your name? Hi, my name is Cindy Grano. Hi, Cindy. What's your question? Well, it's, it's more or less a comment and, and not a question, but I, I do have to say that I've been to the inn many times, and it's the most incredible place, uh, probably all of in uh, North Carolina. All right. Well, Tell us what you. you liked about it, Cindy. Everything. The, the themed uh, different bedrooms, um, the layout of the land and the horses, um, it's, it's just gorgeous. And if you haven't been out there, you, you must go out there, and I'm sure Janice will give you a tour. Oh, I love to tour. You love to tour. Love okay. to give tours, and my dog Deacon is right there by me, and he will help with the tour. He'll follow <laughs> us all over the place. He's an eleven-year-old rescue lab. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he's a he. Uh, he always tours with us. Yes. Okay, <laughs> that's great. So, so thank you so much for your call and your and your uh, your support for the end. Um, so, how do we do? We book a tour. Do you have tours scheduled? Do we go on the Facebook page and see what the events are? What do we do? Well, a lot of times you can just call if you want to come out and see. Um, most events that we have, we do tours. So uh, at, during uh, Ava's Gift, we mm-hmm. also did uh, the USERL, um, the United States Equine Rescue League. We just did a fundraiser for them. Um, that was a parade of breeds. It was wonderful. It was a blast. We had tours of the inn mm-hmm. going on uh, then as well. So you can either book through an event or you can call and get a private tour if you want, want to see the place. So, Janice, tell us a little bit about um, this destination location idea that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen uh, destination locations are really nothing new, but maybe I've opened my eyes recently and looked around for more of them. I'm starting to see so many new places, really nationwide, that are unique and niche, and you can't get them anywhere else, and they're in faraway places. Monroe is, we're here, but it's far away for a lot of people, but people come from all over. For your location, how do you create a destination location? What, what are the key components to having some place that people will travel to get to and enjoy? Well, I think you have to identify your audience as well. You have to identify what your um, what kind of um, wants mm-hmm. you're catering to. Um, the horses are definitely a draw for a, just a, for a, one population right. of folks. And then we also have, I mean, we do yoga meditation classes. Yeah, I want to hear We about do things that like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have those actually scheduled weekly. So we have instructors come in and we do language of horses. We do a clinic that Janie does, which is just ex- extremely good in, even if you are already a horse owner, right. you know, in, in knowing the relation, understanding better the relationship with your horse. Um, so, you know, we have those types of educational programs we offer, and that draws people in. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have the Frisians, which people sometimes will just come to see or just right. come to be with right. um, on the property. We had a couple that came in for their birthday uh-huh. uh, just because they needed to get some downtime. They wanted to be on a horse farm. They wanted to be with Frisians. Okay. So, you know, uh, I know that the Frisians are kind of an amenity of the inn. Mm-hmm. And also, we do horse shows. Mm-hmm. We do, and sometimes people will travel in for that. Uh, a lot of people travel in for that. For the uh, Horseman Clinic, as I was saying before, um, the 
men we had, the trainer we had from Germany. Mm -hmm. People actually came from Raleigh. So they came and stayed at the inn. Mm -hmm. They board their horse there because we do training and boarding and lessons, mm -hmm. you know, at the stables. So right. there's a lot of avenues. I try to be as flexible as possible. Well, you know, and you have, you have, I mean, many businesses struggle to find one unique selling point. Mm -hmm. And you've mm -hmm. just rattled off like five or six. Um, and, and, and that's great. Um, do, do you think it's important for all small business owners to be able to identify like specifically what those unique selling points are and then figure out as they go really how to leverage them? Yeah, I think you really have to, you really have to understand your appeal mm -hmm. and be able to target those specific markets. Like we, you know, we have the huge equine component. So right. we have an entire client base that's right. equine related. Right. Um, we do boarding training lessons. So right. we have that, that right. whole thing going on. And then we also have people who uh, come into the bed and breakfast who would never actually get to be on a horse farm. Mm -hmm. You know, that can cut that kind of, they don't, they're not into horses mm -hmm. uh, to ride or to compete with, but they want the quietness and the, just mm -hmm. the serenity and kind of the experience, well, you know, to be able to walk me. down. Yeah. Because when I, I first met you mm -hmm. at a chamber of commerce event uh, a few months ago, actually it was more than a few months ago, but it was right before you opened. And I remember hearing about the inn and thinking, um, my daughter really loves horses. I'll shout out to my little Vanessa, my little <laughs> equestrian at home. Um, but I, I would not really be into horses were it not for her. But when I heard you talk about the location and the serenity of the location, I remember thinking that's the perfect getaway for me. It's not too far from my home because young children, you know, oftentimes you don't want to just go away. Um, you know, too often, and I'd love to go often, um, <laughs> just just to be able to get away. And um, as a small business owner, I need that time. I really need that time of refreshment, that time to be able to just pull into myself and do my five-year planning. I can't do that in my office. I can't right. do that in my home because there's so much else going on. So it's the perfect location to do that. Yeah. Um, so do you have like small business retreats or would you? <laughs> we do actually. We have we do executive retreats as well. Do we you? Do okay. Executive retreats, leadership classes, and we do that with with the horses or without the horses. Okay. So you know we can add an equine component, and a horse is a very good mirror of yourself. How 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 so? A, a horse will is pretty much gets to the bottom line pretty quickly. Um, if you are a terrified, immediately they'll react to that. They you really can't fool them. You know, um, and if you're nervous, you make them nervous. Mm -hmm. If you're confident and strong and quiet, they're calm and quiet. So you, they reflect you, um, whether or not you're being brave and terrified, yeah. they kind of feel you're terrified and they get nervous. Right. You know, they need a confident leader. They're a herd animal. Mm -hmm. Their the dynamics are confident leadership. Okay. You know, that's what they need. Very um, cool. Or they become the leader themselves and you know a 1500 pound animal you're really probably not wanting them to yes, be the leader I've, I've seen that i've seen it both ways <laughs> yeah yeah so so that's that's really great i, I want to explore that with you i want to hear a little bit about your yoga and the retreat sort of aspects tell us a little bit about that well you'll tell us a little bit about that in a second because okay. we have a caller hi there you're on real people real business good morning uh Good morning, Donna. Good morning. Maria and Janice, I'm sitting here, and I am calling from, good morning, I'm calling from Atlanta, and oh. I'm just thrilled right now. My heart is racing a little bit <laughs> just listening to the both of you speak about business. I wanted to ask Janice, 
were there any obstacles, and if so, what were they when you were on the quest to establish or create your business? And also, how long did you contemplate starting your business before you actually made the steps to, to move forward with it? Okay. That, those are great questions. The um, I probably contemplated the business um, more than seven years before I came up with the plan. I think I had decided where my passion was, and I think that's really important. If you if you follow your passion, then everything just becomes so much easier because your excitement for the business, your um, you know, you can put everything you have into it pretty much. So probably about seven years um, prior to the opening. And then, you know, things just started to fall into place. Um, the obstacles, yeah, there were uh, uh, obstacles, but you need to see, if you look at them as challenges, and there's always, there's 99% of the time there's a solution. So it's just finding that solution um, rather than reacting to them. And I found this in myself. I found that if I don't jump and react defensively to the obstacle and I take it instead as a as a learning experience okay this is a challenge but there's definitely a solution what is the best way for me to solve this problem and who can I help who can help me so instead of looking at a regulation so to speak or someone in you know um, who enforces a regulation as a obstacle rather ask for their help all right. Well, how do I? How do we make this work? How do I? Uh, how do I comply? How do we? You know, mm-hmm. how does how does this work? And they're more than happy, typically, to mm-hmm. offer advice and to help. So that has been approaching it from a this is a learning experience, and I can benefit from this, and it will make it better mm-hmm. because I won't have that issue coming up later. Mm-hmm. I think just your the attitude toward it is mm-hmm. very helpful to be more cooperative than defensive mm-hmm. um, and then just kind of work through it. I mean, the perk test was a biggie, right. you know, if it, that, if the property hadn't perked for the size house mm-hmm. and only perked in one place, mm-hmm. so I couldn't put it where I wanted to, right. but that's okay because we ended up on top of the hill and it actually probably worked out better, better. than it would have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Janice, I'm, I've been sitting here listening to you this entire time and I honestly, I, I'm I'm not from this area. I, you know, I, I'm from the Mid Hill area, and I've been working here for a little while. And I heard you name out Prospect Road, and so I know we had one in Monroe. But I honestly didn't know that your bed and breakfast was here in Monroe. I was just on Google Maps looking at the address, and you're right here, right here. The way you were <laughs> describing it, the image I got was in the mountains. So I, I could have sworn I was like, well, "That's wow." Donna Maria got a great guest all the way to come in here to Monroe. So nice. You get people calling. I was like, wow, I had no idea that you were here the whole time. Donna, don't give me this look like I'm an idiot. I promise I have my days. But I, I honestly just, I, I couldn't believe that you were able to do all this right here in Monroe. So anyone listening, this is a local place. It's yeah. just down Lancaster Highway off of uh, at Lancaster onto Prospect Road. Mm-hmm. Right off Rocky River. Right, yeah. Off, yeah, yeah, right off Rocky, Rocky River. Rocky. So that is, I mean, I, that's awesome. It, it is, is. Awesome. and I it thought is. you know what's cool about that is if you you don't have to spend a lot of money traveling, or on gas with gas prices. You know, it's a quick getaway, for just a quick quiet getaway, and it's right in your backyard. You know, but we have fifty two gorgeous acres of, and I hay, I do I have hay fields, and you can see horses, people riding their horses by your windows sometimes. 
you know, people uh, have boarders train. We board train and, and do lessons. So we have people riding horses. We have um, beautiful trails in the woods that you can walk. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty lovely, and it is right in our backyard. I'm not that far from Prospect Elementary School. Yeah, I saw yeah. that on the map. That's great. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, well, I didn't look at you like that, Reed. I know. I was just giving you a hard time, Donna. I don't know why you would do that. That's because um, that's the look I, I, I get. I deserve a hard time. I get that look it's... every day during the morning show, so it's just something <laughs> I'm used to. No, no, no. It, it is exciting, actually. When I first... Um, when I first uh, learned about you, of course, I knew you were here because you were at a Chamber of Commerce meeting, but I was like, wow, that is so awesome. And um, it's certainly, I mean, you, you know, Monroe's a small place. It's a small town, but small towns is where it's at. You know, it's small business and local is where it's at. There's, there are places like this all over the country. So wherever you're listening from, go find them and connect with those small business owners and, and people like Janice. So you mentioned earlier that you also do some, um, you have regularly scheduled uh, yoga. And tell us a little bit about those classes and how we can find out about them. Those classes will be on my new website, but you can call if you're interested. Uh, I think there, I also have them something about them posted on my um, Facebook page. But the, we do yoga. We offer yoga once a week, um, usually Monday nights. And I think we have also have a class uh now um, Monday or Wednesday during the, the day because we had so many people who couldn't make evening but could make it during the day. They come out to ride their horses and they kind of want to do a yoga class. So uh, we do yoga, meditation, um, everything good for the, your soul. You know, things that are restorative, that are very peaceful, that are beneficial. We, um, we offer Reiki classes. There are a lot of different things that we do out there and we have the ability to do that because we have the lodge which used to be my house. It's a huge, great room. And I deliberately built that to be a very large uh, area that we could do lectures. We could do um, um, classroom. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we can do classroom practical. That's why we can do executive retreats so well, because we can do classroom presentations, right. slide presentations, and then we can go out and be with the horses. Right. That's so mm -hmm. great that you can do so many different things. I try to be business. flexible. I wanted to appeal to the widest audience possible. Okay, great. We have a call from uh, Abana. Abana, Abana. I'm sorry. What's your name? What's your question there? Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. I'm Maria yes. And Janice. Uh -huh. I'm calling about um, what was involved in your personnel process. What was it? In, what did it take to hire the necessary people to run your bed and breakfast? Well, that's a really good question. <laughs> I actually have, right now, I don't have a tremendous amount of staff in the bed and breakfast. It's me. I'm there full time. But uh, for my barn, um, I do have quite a staff. We have about five people. We have three part-timers and two full-timers. Um, and I think as long as you hire people that know more than you, you are in great straits. Um Janie, my barn manager, has been a horsewoman for 25, 30 years. She is amazing. Stacy Davenport, our trainer, is just has the best, softest feel, the most understanding of the horse that I've seen in a long time. She's a German certified trainer. Um, she is um, quiet with them. She understands them. She makes it fun for the horse and rider. So I think... What you need to do, whether it's the horse business or whether it's the B&B, you need people who are engaged in in the process. You need people who who are excited about 
the your passion. You need people who are engaged. You do, so what I'm saying is if you get someone who really doesn't care if they're there or not, that's really going to translate to a bad experience for your customers. You really need to, to make sure that the people that you're engaging are, um, you know, part of the dream, that they are ones that are going to support and make the customer experience really good. That's what you want. You want people to come, well, in this case, because it's a and b and it's a horse farm. I want people to feel supported. I want people to feel, con- I want everything constructive. So we teach constructively. We, um, we have an incredible family of clients now that just love being there because we love, we love them. Uh, we are constructive. We are um, positive. Um, and I think people look for that. People don't get enough of that, I don't think. People just don't get enough of good feeling out there. So I think w- when you're looking for staff, that's what you need to do. You need to find staff that will make your um, your business work because they're engaged in making the customer experience good. G- great. Are, are you thinking about starting a business in the B&B industry? Yes, I am. Ah. Tell, tell us a little bit about what you want to do. What I would like to do is um, combine a 24-hour wellness center, which will involve a bed and breakfast and a day spa component. And where are you located? I'm located outside of Washington, D.C. in New Carrollton, Maryland. That's my hometown. Great place. Great place. Very nice. Shout out to D.C. Um, so, so tell me, do you, have you got this vision and clarity in your mind like Janice talked about earlier? Yes, ma'am. And, and how many years out do you think you are? I'm looking at approximately seven years. Okay. Nice. To move it forward. Great. That's about what you had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Super. Well, we're going to be looking forward to that. Thank you so much for your call. You know, it's, it's, it's so amazing that, that, um, um, that you're able to share so honestly and eloquently from your experience to help so many people who want to start a business of their own. We're going to take a short break. This is Real People, Real Business. I'm your host, Donna Maria. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Real People, Real Business. I'm your host, Donna Maria. We've got a few more minutes in the studio here with Janice Smith, the owner of the Inn at Rose Hill and Rose Hill Stables here in Monroe. If you have a question, we've had some great questions here on the show this morning. We encourage you to call in. 704-283-1190. Janice, you mentioned earlier about how um, since our organizations, um, we are small businesses are regulated. I mean, you talked about um, getting the people that you need your licensing from or whatever and encouraging them to be helpful to you. Tell us a little bit about that mindset that you approach that with and how you recommend people deal with the people that are employed by the agencies that regulate their businesses. Well, I think that you can, you know, I think that if you work in a spirit of cooperation, Mm -hmm. most people want to be helpful. And it's not that they're, uh, you know, they have the information that you need and they're happy to share the information with you so that you can be better informed and that you can make the right decisions. And most times there's a really amicable solution to um, to the the questions that you have or to the the problem that you're having. And a lot of times they're much easier to to correct than you would Mm -hmm. think. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just with a little cooperation, a little information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, that that mm-hmm. approach, that that positive mindset approach, comes back to you. Yeah, in terms of what you need to do. So um, we're, we're going to be running out of time in a little bit, Janice. I want you to tell us where to go, 
to learn about your business, what's your Facebook address, your website address, phone number, everything. Okay. So we have what we need to get at the end. Okay, that sounds great. My The address is 6623 Prospect Road, Monroe. 28112, and we are located right around the corner from Prospect Elementary School, if you're familiar with the area. Our Facebook page is The Inn at Rose Hill and Rose Hill Stables, and we are happy to have new friends all of the time. We post a lot of our photos on there, um, a lot of our events, and um, definitely please check us out. We also have our website, which is www.rosehillinnc.com, and that's I-N-N-N. Um, nc.com and that is uh, we're redeploying our website in a couple weeks and that will have all new pictures of the inn um, so mm-hmm. I'm working very hard to get that new website up including my dressage room there'll be a yeah be a absolutely there. there is a picture Just, there I'm vis- picture me there everyone it's <laughs> Donna Maria's room um, and your phone number in case people want to call is 704-764-3989 well Janice thank you so much for joining us this morning on Real People Real Business this has been great and well, thank, thank you, you everyone out there listening fantastic questions that you had to call in next week right here on Real People Real Business we are going to have Pat Kale the president of Pat Kelly, the president of the Union County Chamber of Commerce, is going to be here along with Trendy Treats by Johnny. Now she's promised to bring cupcakes, okay? So, <laughs> oh, we got to we got to rise out of read over there. Um, she makes fantastic treats. Um, she helped to cater our grand opening last month, and so she's going to be here, and they're going to be talking about doing business here. And and also, if you're listening wherever you are. Great questions, great tips to help you grow your small business, too, right here at Real People, Real Business. Head on over to IndieBusinessStudio.com so you can get your hands on one of the 10 slots that we have open for our training on social media, Introduction to Social Media. That's going to be on November 16th from 6 to 8 p.m. Head on over there and get your tickets and reserve your space. It's going to be a great class. And check out the other classes that we have listed there as well. Follow me on Twitter at Donna Maria and check out our Facebook page at Indie Business Fans. We'll see you next week, everyone. Real People, Real Business signing off. Have a great week.